When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Roleplay Retcon does not own any part of the original versions of the movies we retcon, nor are we associated in any way with the artist who made them. Also, while we are not the rowdiest bunch, we are adults goofing off, so we might say some things that some people might not want their kids to hear. Previously on Roleplay Retcon does Twilight, you slowly reach down at the tarp, you yank it back, completely uncovering what appears to be a dead body. Well, his real name was Edward Finch, but the town called him the Forks Face Eater. He was a cannibal. Uh, he, he tore out the throats of at least a dozen people. The reason I'm chief is because I caught this guy. I caught him red-handed with you. He's about an inch away from getting into your neck when you were just a little guy. Stella, what are you doing here? I don't... I don't see your car... That, we need to go to school. You want to ride to school? I'm going to school. Benjamin, uh, Charlie, oh, takes out the phone from his pocket. He sees that it is his good friend Madge calling. And before you can uh, say any kind of greeting to her, um, you hear a man's voice. And he says, Charlie, so nice of you to answer. Pacemaker. And you guys, the pacemaker, <laughs> and you guys, um, instead of going to the local diner, which is called, um, how about the forks and beans? Oh my god, forks and beans is so good. Yeah, we're gonna do that. <laughs> forks and beans, perfect. <laughs> so instead of going to the local diner called <laughs> Forks and Beans, that's such an old person. That's such a boomer hangout. All right. Our Gen Zers decide to go to the cool coffee shop on the square. Um, and what is the cool coffee shop on the square called? Bears, Beans, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> the Triple B. <laughs> we'll just call it Triple B. I love Triple B. Let's do that. What's the third B? It's not Battlestar Galactica, uh, right? <laughs> no, Bears, it has to be. Beans. It's a sci-fi bar. No one actually knows what the bees stand for. It's, it's whatever you want it to be. It could be anything. Oh, it could whatever even be, you want it to be. <laughs> it could be whatever you want to be. That's its tagline. The oh, triple B. Whatever you want to be. Whatever you want to be. That. That's great. That's really good. God. Such a such a hipster coffee shop thing. Everyone has their has their suspicions of what the triple B stands for, but no one really knows. So uh, the pacemaker putters up into the parking lot. Some alliteration for you there. And you guys get out and go inside? Yeah. Um, I want to run ahead and hold open the door for Estella. Aw, 
such a gentleman. Alright, you guys go into the coffee shop. It's nice and cozy. There aren't very many customers here. Behind the counter you see a very handsome uh, teenage boy. He has long black hair. Um, he's kind of on the taller side. He's very slim. And uh, he has he has his back to you guys though. He doesn't hear you come in. It seems like he is frantically working on the espresso machine. It looks like he's having some difficulty with it. Okay, so I'm gonna walk through the door, and I'm kind of I'm probably looking a little annoyed, and I'm just gonna totally go behind the counter and move this kid out of the way and hit the espresso machine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you just like you just like whack it like fun? Yes. Like, Whoa. Whoa. All right. So Estella just straight up looks at Bradley, looks at the espresso machine boy, just walks behind the counter like she owns the place, and Fonzie hits it, Fonzie style. Guess you can read his mind. Now, <laughs> now I'm looking at Estella. I think Haley. I think that's cool enough. I'm not gonna make you roll for anything. You do it. You whack it. You fix it. It immediately starts pouring out espresso into the tiny little espresso cup underneath it. The boy looks up at you in shock and awe. You're welcome. I grab the cup of espresso. Uh, uh, thank you, uh, ma'am. I, I appreciate it. I'm so sorry I didn't see you guys come in. Uh, if my manager sees you behind the counter, she might get a little peeved. Would you mind? And then he just kind of gestures at the front of the counter. And then his eyes drift over to Bradley's face. And he just kind of stands there and, and, and looks at you for just a second. This look on your face As you cut me Flashes you the most beautiful smile, straight, perfect white teeth, big smile that reaches all the way up to his eyes. I would like to make a will save. A will save? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, roll. A negative three. I failed. Oh, you are powerless. You are powerless to his charms. Um, yeah, you fail pretty good. So. He has charmed you, so I'm going to go ahead and give you an aspect for this one, just for the funsies. So any kind of rapport, um, any kind of rapport says that he tries to go against you, you are going to get a negative one for. He, he notices, he, he notices that you kind of are taken aback by his smile, and he seems very happy about this. He says, oh, hi, um, my name's Jacob, and he holds out his hand. I extend mine, and I'm like, I'm Bradley. Nice to meet you, Bradley. Uh, oh, sorry, what, what can I get for you? Uh, you have any, do you have any specials going on here? Well, today we've got a special on our red-eye coffee. It's only 69 cents. 
And he just kind of chuckles a little bit. <laughs> right. I, I didn't come up with that. <laughs> the hell he didn't. <laughs> no coffee costs 69 cents. Ironically, it's actually 420. It's like <laughs> Does the 69 kind of look like he may have quickly changed it? Maybe with like, his elbow. Scribbled out an eight and just drew a six on there. It's real shaky. Exactly. Um, I, I could get you that. Or, um, you know, we've got the, the usuals. We've mochas, cappuccinos, espressos. Now that we have the espresso machine fixed. Thanks again for that. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is Estella. She's, uh, Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. She's my How friend Estella. I, so I, I would like to introduce myself to you. Nice to meet you, Estella. So I would like to, I don't know if I need a roll for this, but I'd like to read his mind. <laughs> and I would like to say that I'm hearing him say... Sex, cat, sex, sex, cat. Biceps, baseball, Bradley. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he's just like, I, I love things to start with B. <laughs> now he is, he's not thinking about you at all. He's just thinking about this handsome boy who just came in and... <sighs> trying to figure him out, trying to, to gauge whether or not this new boy would be at all interested in him. You know, it's kind of hard to tell sometimes. So, uh, what was it that you wanted, Bradley? You know what? I, you got you got a hot chocolate? Oh, yeah, hot chocolate, definitely. We actually use actual chocolate shavings for our hot chocolate. We're pretty proud of it. I would love a hot chocolate. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, since you're... Uh, friend or cousin or whoever fixed uh, my espresso machine uh, it's on the house for you too I really appreciate no, it that's guys that's not necessary I can get Great. out the change out of my pocket uh. ah, there you go <laughs> what the heck was that that was a coin <laughs> that was not a coin that was a medallion <laughs> whatever that Alex yeah. like what kind of silver dollars you got in your pocket well, uh, this is like one of those. It's a dice coin. It's like a big hefty coin. You spin it. Oh, it's and then you, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Minotaur one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you guys just want to have a seat, uh, it'll take a minute to make the hot cocoa, but I can bring it to you in a couple of minutes if you want. Where do you want to sit, Estella? You want to sit by the window? I think the sun's going to come out here soon. Uh, no, no. I, I like the table in the back, the one that seems like it has a sheer black curtain around it all right yeah looks uh <clears throat> excuse me yeah let's let's do that it's like a couch it does look like a comfy couch i think we would we should cast jacob black before we forget to holy cow we haven't cast jacob black can oh I can gosh. I throw I I'm I'm terrible at casting usually, but I have a good idea for this one. Okay, shoot. Uh, now I know we want to just keep uh, Taylor Lautner, um, but really I don't think that's do, in the though. spirit. Okay. I, that's not in the spirit of the podcast, though. <laughs> so right. we can we can admit that Taylor Lautner did a good job. Taylor Lautner did a great job, and he will be forever immortalized in the original yes. version of this. Yes. But I think I think we should cast Forrest Goodluck. Forrest Goodluck is a Native American actor who was in The Revenant. Um, that was in 2015, so time is probably, and youth has probably left him behind at this point, but at the time, in The Revenant, he was pretty young, so and I think he would make a very good uh, teenage uh, person. Aw, he's pretty cute. Yeah, he's pretty cute. Yeah, right? Yeah. 
Who's this? I'm good with that. Forrest, good luck. F O R R E S T, good luck. <laughs> he has very intense eyebrows. Right? Yeah. I also thought that. Yeah, they're. He looks kind of like a young walking. Nope, not walking penis. Did you just say walking penis? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. That's accurate. Just as an interjection, uh, are are y'all uh, are y'all team Jacob? I'm getting that vibe. Look, that is an interesting question. Honestly, it is a complicated question. I'm team Taylor Lautner. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm team Jacob Black. <laughs> I, I'm team Jacob after having only seen the first movie. Yeah, but like I'm aware the that book, it gets stickier later. Yeah, it does. But. <laughs> But um, no, yeah, so Jacob Black is being played by Forrest Goodluck, a young teenage Forrest Goodluck, obviously. Obviously. All right, moving along to Charlie. So when last we saw Charlie, he was standing on his lawn over a dead body with his phone in his hand. He answered his phone, thinking that he was going to speak with his very good friend Madge only to hear a male's voice saying, Oh, Charlie, how nice of you to answer. I... I know who it is, but I'm still gonna ask, Who is this? <laughs> you know who it is. Don't play with me, Charlie. Finch. Yes. Oh, it sounds so nice coming from you. Mm. Say it again. What do you want? Aw, you're not going to play along? No. What do you want? Where is Madge? <sighs> what a bummer. Madge? Who's Madge? She can't be that very attractive lady that I took this phone from, can she? Just... Alright, alright. Like, he, he he's he's dropping the, tr the tough guy thing, and he just says, What do you want? It's really cute. In her, in her phone, she's got a little heart beside your name. Gosh, I wonder what that means. Ooh. The gossip. <laughs> oh, you don't like this. You don't like this game. Oh, it's because you're worried about her, aren't you? If you harm her, the entirety of the police force will come down on you. <laughs> and do what? Exactly what they did last time you got me? No. No. You won't get off easy. You won't get to go to prison this time. Is that a threat? Ooh, Charlie, are you threatening me? No, Charlie. Your precious Madge is just fine. In fact, she just thinks that her phone is missing. She has no idea little old me stole it. you leave this person on my lawn you are so clever did you kill cooper washington <laughs> clever again gosh you're so good at this you should be an investigator full-time um while we've been doing this um how many fate points do i have <laughs> mm. It is a new session, so you refresh to three. Okay, I want to tell me, you tell me if this is just like wielding far too much power. Sure. Um, 
but I would like to, uh, a, I, I don't know if I need to invoke, I think I might invoke a, actually, I think I might invoke a, an aspect, um, about my, uh, not thinking the world is safe. And I want to say that like everyone I'm close to, I ask them to like have a find your phone thing. Oh, I don't have a good phone though. I've you got a don't. crummy phone. You don't you have got a smartphone. Shitty phone. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna work. It's I can't not. do that. Mm. Yep, you established you have a clamshell, probably like an old Motorola. Okay. Like a okay. razor. And I okay, I say, Finch, I'm not gonna play your game. Just tell me or if you want me to play your game, Finch, just tell me where to meet you. Nah. And we'll 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 settle it. Ugh. You're so eager to see me again. Oh, I love it. But unfortunately for you, I'm not ready to meet you just yet. I just wanted to talk to you, see how you were feeling about things, let you know that... And there is a a very long pause here, a, an uncomfortable pause. I just wanted to let you know that I haven't forgotten about what happened 15 years ago. And I'm back in town. And this time, I'm going to get what you stole from me 15 years ago. Because he is also back in town. And then he hangs up. No, Finch! Finch! God damn it! Uh, I like, I like, slap the phone down. I don't know how many people are in my lawn right now. It's a few probably cops are a lot. Still, yeah, it's, there are some uh, passersby who are also gawking. Um, I, 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 I'm sorry if this, if this woman in my lawn was an important person whom I still don't know who it is. Um, I well, first of all, let let me instead of calling Madge's cell phone, let me call like her ranger station, just a like landline, and see if she picks up. Okay, go ahead. Boop, 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 boop. That's all. What, that's a, I got that's it. it. Speed dial. <laughs> I did it. I dialed it. Speed dial. Okay. Um, it I got the fastest fingers in the precinct. <laughs> nice. It rings a couple of times and then uh, the other line picks up. Hello? You recognize hey. it as Madge's voice. Madge. Madge. Uh, Lock hey, every Charlie. door. Lock every door in the, in the... I'm I'm going to come get you. All right? What? But What's going on, Charlie? It's... It's Finch. Finch? Finch is kind of, uh, okay, all right. I, yeah, I'm way yeah, ahead yeah. of you. Your gut was right, but I'm going to come get you. I'm going to bring another, I don't know, I'm going to bring seven shotguns with me, and then I'm going to, we're going to take you to the precinct, and I I don't know. I Why? Think is he after me? He's after me, and that he's going to use you. I, I I know it. He's already, back, he, call, he just called me, and he's acting like he's going to use you, so... Lock every door. Go and just barricade yourself in there. And the password is bananas. Okay. All right. Password bananas. <laughs> Be careful, Charlie. I'll see you soon. I run to the Volvo and I like I like get inside and I like blow my horn. Okay. So um, to get ha- everyone out of my way. She hangs up and um, you you run. You blow your horn. Uh, the other you know what? Are- let, let, hey, let, let me back up. I think. Over the past week, I probably would have been driving my cruiser around a lot. I don't know if I'd be using the Volvo. So I put the siren on. Question. 
Charlie. Is your cruiser like an old Crown Vic or is it a I new think Charger? I was thinking I was thinking it should be a Crown Vic. Okay, all right, old Crown Vic. Cool. So you hop in your old Crown Vic, you uh you set the siren, your lights start flashing, the other cops just move the F out of your way, everyone kinda parts like the Red Sea, and you storm out of there. You're on your way to the ranger station. The ranger station is a little ways off though, because it's in the middle of the woods and you have to kinda go up a mountain and everything, so anything interesting on your way there? No, I drive do you do you need to like roll to drive? Do I drive real good? There is a drive. Yeah, I want you to roll to drive. Do it. Uh, hold on, let thing. me think. Um, <laughs> all right, I got it. Teacher, okay, teacher, go you forgot to give us homework. No, no, it's great. I love it when you remember <laughs> things to roll. This is perfect. Do it. I don't have one. I didn't make myself have... good at driving. What? Yeah, so you just don't add anything to it, but you still roll to drive. I should have made myself good at driving. I mean, I, why did I put why did I, I put crafts on here? I, I put I put one in drive. <laughs> Because you wanted to be able to whittle or something. <laughs> wow. Oh, all right. You met it. Wow. I had a one. So, yeah. you uh... So, what did I make? I couldn't see it. You made a one. I'm, I made a one. All right. Yeah. So, you, you matched it. So, yeah. I mean, you don't get there super fast or anything. Um, there are a couple of other cars on the road that have to kind of pull over when they see you coming because they're freaking out because a Crown Vic speeding up behind them. But... Yeah, I mean, you get there in, in a normal amount of time, about 20 minutes. So we're offered in the dark When you ask her if she loves you And all she can say is I do Bradley, I have a question for you. Now, just bear with me on this, but... Do you know anything about vampires? Vampires? Yeah. Like like from the movies? Yeah, like have you ever seen um Interview with a Vampire? Do a lore, give me a lore roll. Give me a lore roll. A lore roll to lore. see if he's seen an interview with a vampire? Benjamin, yes, give me a lore roll. It's part of popular culture. It's 2019. Yeah. Like, I, I, what, I, I know, Alex the player knows Interview with the Vampire. Oh my god, Teenage... was it 90s? Shoot. You were born in 2001. God, I always forget this. I'm so old. Alright. When was Interview with the Vampire made? Holy 1994. Right, 90... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. To, oh to, my god. To Bradley, that would have been an ancient movie. Okay, alright, but... I'll roll lore. To see Give me a lore you... roll. It's part of popular culture. Zero. No, you haven't seen it. No. <laughs> what about True Blood? Like, yeah, I've seen True Blood. I've seen... <laughs> I've seen True Sorry. Blood. I've seen Dracula Dead and Loving It. Uh... What about Castlevania, you know? Did you ever... Cast... Oh, that, that new cartoon? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, it was on Netflix. <laughs> okay. So I'm starting to get a little excited because I'm like really trying to get Bradley to, you know, kind of connect some dots since I can't read what he's thinking. But yeah, um, Bradley, gosh, I just, I really wish I could just know what you were thinking. This is so hard on me. You, you just have, you have no idea. I mean, just if you want to know what I'm thinking, just ask. Well, what, what are you thinking right now? Oh, I mean, 
apart from... And while you are answering that question, you see Jacob approaching with um, an espresso in one hand and a hot chocolate in the other. Oh, hey guys, sorry, I hope I'm not bothering you. Here's your hot chocolate, he says, and he smiles and hands you his hot, your hot chocolate bread. I, I reach to grab it, and uh, my fingers probably caress his a little bit. Oh, he, his face goes just the tiniest bit pink at this. Mm, oh, and uh, I got you another espresso, you know, as thanks again for fixing my machine, Estella. Right. Th- thank you. I appreciate it. Thank, thank, oh. Thanks, Jacob. Right, Jacob? Yeah, Jacob. Yeah, yeah Bradley. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> thank you again. Uh, no, I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh, do you guys need anything else? Is there anything else I can do for you? No, that, that'll, so you, that'll be it. We're good. No, that's it? Okay. Yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, okay, good. Oh, by the way, what, what school do you go to, Bradley? Are you new here? I haven't seen you around before. Yeah, I just uh, I just moved into town a couple of months ago. We go to Ryan Stiles Technical. Oh, Hi. that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I... I don't actually go there. I go to the private school in town. I know it's super lame. Oh, yeah? My Yeah, my parents insisted. We're not rich or anything. I got a scholarship. But oh, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. I guess so. What school but, What um, school was it? What was it called? It was called Forks Proper. Fork, forks Proper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty dumb name, I know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see each other around. Yeah. I work here every morning before school starts yep. and right after school. Yep. I know where you work now. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, if you guys need anything, I'll be up at the front counter. Yeah. He awkwardly gives a half wave and walks away. I watch him walk away and then I look at Bradley and I'm like, so Jacob seems interesting. Yeah, yeah, he seems like a, a a stand-up guy. What do you think about him? I think he brought me some hot chocolate that I'm gonna hmm. I'm gonna sample now. Okay, <laughs> okay, you guys drink your drinks. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> sip, sip, sip. Sip, sip, sippity sip. How it burns! It's so hot. Okay, well, uh, well, b- before Jacob came over, I think, Bradley, you were going to tell me. So, w- what are you thinking about? Oh, just uh, so many things right now, you know. Uh, I'm thinking about how mad I am at my dad and how crazy it is that I was abducted as a child. Uh by a serial killer of all things it's it's a lot to think about yeah so estella you were there when this i was there i was there but you were there you were one of the ones who helped bring the perp to justice and and save bradley yes but i did not know it was bradley because i didn't right probably not didn't have my vampire puberty yet so i didn't know that you developed that more yeah. recently, and we and we weren't living in Forks yet either. So right, so yeah. 
Okay, Brandley, I'm, I'm really trying to tell you what's on my mind now. Yeah? Yeah, it's... Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. I want to I wanna reach across the table to Estella's hand. And I want to say, you can tell me whatever you need. I'm, I'm here to listen. So when you reach for my hand, I take it away pretty quickly. And you probably notice that it's very cold. Did I, did I get did I get a handle on it? Did I get to did I get to feel you it? You can roll. Let me let me you roll. Can roll. See. Yay. see if I notice noticed it. A little chill. Negative one. That's a negative uh, one. Not super. Nope. Not super. I mean, maybe. Nah, yeah. you don't really notice. She she pulls it Just away too quickly. Before I got there, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. No, it. I didn't mean to be forward. No, it, it's okay. But, so you, you you just know not a lot about vampires. You, you just... Uh. <laughs> no, no, I don't know a lot about vampires. Okay. <sighs> I'm just, I'm just gonna, oh, we're just gonna see how this goes, okay? Um, and I, I, look, I look at Bradley, I'm looking at him in the eyes and... Mm-hmm. And while you're doing that, Jacob walks up again. Oh, hey guys. Um, sorry to bother you. I know you said you didn't want anything else, but uh, I just wanted to let you know that I'm I'm having to head out now. My shift's over, but Stacy's gonna take care of you guys if you need anything. She's up at the front counter. Right, thanks, thanks, Jacob. Yeah, no problem. Well, have have a good day. Uh, yeah, thanks. You too. And he walks away. I I don't say anything to him. I just kind of like glare at him when he comes over and I'm annoyed. <laughs> uh, well, now my train of thought. Bro, you were trying gosh. to tell me something. Seems like that Jacob kid, he, he thinks a lot about you. It, he does. Yeah. You, you can't, you can't tell. I mean, I, I couldn't tell. Mm. I, I mean, I can't, I can't read people's minds or anything, you know. Mm. Luxury. Okay. Um, well, I'm just, I'm just gonna lay it all on the table here, Bradley. It's a big table. It's a big table. Go and spread it out. I am a vampire. You're a vampire. Yup. Let's roll an empathy roll. Okay. Bradley. Let's see if I. Which you're very good at. Very good at the empathy roll. <laughs> that's a that's a bad roll though. That's a negative four. <laughs> Why? So it sure is a negative plus four. Plus four. That would be zero. <laughs> yeah. Plus four is a zero. Um. As far as you can tell, she seems pretty. She seems pretty legit about this. Alright, you're you're a you're a vampire. Are you you're a vampire? Yes, I am a vampire. It feels so good to to say that to you. Uh, uh what what are you now? What are you thinking? How, how does that make you feel? You probably have a lot of questions for me. Yeah, I, a few. I'm just confused. I've seen you during the daytime, though. It's. It's daytime outside right now. 
yeah, I, we can we can be out in the daytime, um, but you know it's very cloudy here, so direct sunlight is not too good for me though. So you're a vampire. Why don't you roll a will roll? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> see how you're taking all of this. Let's see. Without without been rolling so far, it might not be too good. And that is a hey a positive two. Oh, okay, awesome. So yeah, that uh that about wraps up uh evens up with what I had. I had you needing to get a two, so you're actually doing okay with this. Um not a super success. You don't feel great about not, it, but yeah. you don't feel like you're in danger. You already know her. You have a lot of you have a lot of compassion toward her, so you're doing pretty okay with this information despite all the other stuff that's been going on today. So like like do you like eat do you eat people? No, I no. As as a vampire? No, 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 no. I no, I'm not a face eater. You're wait, you're not a you're not a face eater? No, I I survive off of animals. I I really like um mountain lions. But they're pretty You good. said you said face eater. Yeah. That's that's what my dad called the the serial killer who who kidnapped me. Oh, yeah. Um well, he is also a vampire and he's not a good one. Well, wait. How could how could you know do you know the serial killer who abducted me? Or he's a vampire? All right, this is a lot more information coming your way, Bradley. I'm gonna need you to roll Will again. All right, uh, it's a big roll. Let me. No pressure. No pressure. That is a that's a negative three. Okay. Um, Bradley, are, are you are you okay? I, this is a lot of information. Yeah, this is a lot. Yeah. This is a lot of. This, this is a lot. I think. Maybe we shouldn't go to school you, today. Yeah, my dad didn't want me to go to school, um, because of serial killery reasons, and it it makes a lot more sense now. Does Does he know he's a vampire? I mean, he can't. He can't, right? I mean, he's been lying to me my whole life, apparently, so... I mean, who knows what he knows, but... Uh, home. Home might be the place to go. Uh, All right, Bradley, remember, you drove the lady yeah, here. Yeah, I did. I did drive... Do you want me to... Do you want me to drop you off at your house, or... Or do you... Um, Bradley, do it's... Do you want to come to my place, or... Yeah, uh... Yeah, I would like to come to your place. It's it's not safe, and uh, with all this information that I just gave you, I, I think I need to be with you right now. So yeah, let's let's go. Okay, let's yeah, let's let's go. Hey everybody, it's Ben. Normally, uh, normally this would have been Jency. Uh, but we've had some uh, some weird issues with this episode. We 
lost uh, Haley's audio, our, our guest player. Um, and so we had to like re-record some stuff and then sort of like Frankenstein those two recordings together to make this episode work. And that took a lot of extra time. Um, so I am recording this at like 2 a.m. on Monday. So I want to start out here by giving a big thank you to the Wolves of Chernobyl. Uh, we're using their music in this series, starting with the uh, second series, the second episode, the last episode. They're uh, they're a band that's local to us, um, and we're big fans. Uh, and it was uh, it was pretty cool to let us use their music. Uh, they're kind of like a like a bluegrass band that has like a poetic post apocalyptic like rock tilt to it. Um, it's a little hard to describe, but you've been hearing it, and so you kind of get their deal. Uh, I am determined to use every song on their album, uh, Eschatologies. Uh, I thought I wouldn't be able to use The Dragon of Round Rock because it's a story song, but, uh, and, and I thought that would clash, but uh, <laughs> I found a way. It is in this episode, along with the songs uh, Safe Harbor, Clumsy Tongue, and All Were Offered. Um, they're on Spotify, but they only get like 0.004 cents per play there. Uh, the best way to support them and please support them is to just buy the album Eschatologies. I also want to thank some people for talking about us on our Facebook page, Twitter, uh, and Instagram. Uh, thank you to Kent Blue of Roll to Play, uh, a podcast where they play one-shot RPGs. Uh, he suggested we retcon Jurassic Park 3, and we are always open to movie suggestions uh, as well as RPG system suggestions. So just let those pour in. Um, thank you to Fran Sweeney of The Land Above podcast, uh, who is <laughs> convincing every person they know to listen to our show. Be like Franz. Um, thank you to Chaotic Goodness podcast, particularly Kim from Chaotic Goodness. Uh, the Land Above and Chaotic Goodness are part of the Nerdsmith Network. Uh, they have a cool, bunch of cool podcasts and streams. Um, we'll be partnering with their annual Nerds Giving Charity event uh, this November. Um, not a lot of information about that right now, uh, but stay tuned and, and we'll we'll tell you more about that as uh, as it time gets closer. Um, thanks to my brother, Caleb, for making some of the music we use for the podcast um, and for coming up with the name Roleplay Retcon. Uh, thank you to Jeanette Blasius, Alex's wife, for designing our logo, and also my cousin Charlie Welsh for designing some of uh, other show art. Um, um, and thank you to the rest of our friends and family for being so supportive. Um, if you talk us up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, you'll get a shout-out, too, like all those I just said. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, I guess that's it. Um, episode 4 will be up in two weeks, which will be October 2nd. Um... And I hope you enjoy the rest of episode three. For me. Charlie has just spent 20 minutes driving uh, as fast as he could, of course. But, you know, there were a few obstacles. So, Charlie, you speed up to the ranger station. There is one vehicle out front. It is an old 87 Chevrolet truck. Is it red? It is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's back, guys. It made it in. <laughs> um, so, you know, you know that thing you do sometimes when you're playing like a Telltale game or something, some game where you're supposed to like make important decisions. Yes. Uh, or like, like a Detroit Become Human or something, sure. and you like do something, and you like feel real bad about it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. While I was sitting here, I kind of realized that I like. 
that he made a threat against your son and you went towards yeah, the lady. Yeah, and I like did nothing about it. I was like, match. <laughs> See, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say something, but then I was like, no, nah, let's not trample over his decisions. Um, I'm also realizing that it. I should have looked for Madge at the diner where we were supposed to be meeting. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm at the radio station. Poke a lot of holes in, my, in our own thing. But uh, yeah, so uh, I go and I, I have like a shotgun in both hands right now. <laughs> All right. Double fisting. Um, and I'm like, I'm like, like sort of waddling with them up to the door going like, ha, 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 ha. And then uh, I open the door. Oh, no, no, wait. I, I knock on the door and I say, bananas! Bananas, bananas, bananas! All right, you hear the door unlock. And, and I say, here! And I and I give her one of the shotguns, even though I, I realize she has like four in here, probably. Okay, so the door opens. You say, here, you toss a shotgun in, and Madge is standing there and catches the shotgun. Charlie, I've been so worried, thank God. Is everything okay? Please tell me what's going on. Uh, I know where your phone is, for one. Um, yeah, where is my phone? How did you know my phone was missing? Yeah, alright, listen. Okay, it's weird. It's weird, alright? Uh, I'm pretty sure Fedge called me on your phone. And I know that's, like, the creepiest thing ever. And he made a bunch of, like, vague threats. And then I kind of stop, and I go, Oh, God damn it, Bradley. And I, and I say, come on, we got to get in my car. We got to get in my car right now. We got to go find Bradley, and you're going to hold the shotguns. Got it. You guys are hustling <laughs> to the car. Roll me a notice. This is... The other two players get to, like, have fun and do romance. That's because we're like, most... children, Charlie. We're I'm... children. <laughs> They're having fun for now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's a plus three. So let's see here. Plus three. Plus three to a... Minus three. three. So I, I broke even. I got a zero. 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 Alright, you guys are hustling to the car. You don't notice anything weird. You kind of look around a little bit because you're paranoid. But you don't see anything on your way to the car. You guys hop in your charger. She shuts the door. Buckles herself in. Pushes the lock down manually with her finger. Okay, where are we going? Please explain everything to me. How did Finch get my cell phone? It was with me the whole time. I definitely, I, 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 do, I don't know. I don't know. I think I put it on, like, th- my desk, and then it just wasn't there. I was looking through the drawers. I thought maybe I knocked it off into the floor. How did he get into my office without me noticing? I don't, I don't have answers for you, Madge. Um, at this point, I'm driving the car towards Ryan Stiles High School. It's the only place I can think to, um, to go. All right, you're hustling toward the high school. And, um, Madge sits quietly for a little bit. She seems to be struggling internally. What's going on? I I mean, I know you're all right. You're all right. I know it's a lot to process, but. She takes a, a second to answer. Yeah, Charlie. Thank you. And she, she looks over at you and, and reaches over and. And touches you on the thigh. And she says, thank you so much for for coming and getting me. I feel a lot better here with you. About to go wow wow. Uh, 
maybe he blushes a little bit and he says uh yeah it it's gonna be fine it's not gonna be it's not gonna be like last time <laughs> she takes her hand away and withdraws very deeply at that you remember of course that her husband was murdered yeah that was last like the time. worst thing that was like the worst thing I could have said I'm doing I'm having a really bad telltale games run like as well remember that just like popped up on the left side of the screen <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I say, like, he's he's being sloppy this time. He's trying to play games. He got away last time. Is there anything that we can even do to him? I, uh... I kind of, like, eyeball the shotgun. And I say... It, it, he doesn't get another trial. She looks very wide-eyed in your direction and just kind of nods. She doesn't say anything. While you guys are riding uh, toward the school, you guys are about 30 minutes away from school. Um, you have exhausted your conversation. You're very deep in thought, worried about your sign. She's very deep in thought, worried about whatever it is she's worried about, probably. That her all of your lives are in danger and that her husband was killed, etc., etc. She reaches up and, and turns up the, the radio to try and help block out the, the noise that's going on inside of her. And we all want to find safe harbor In this moment in time, you're mine And we all want to find safe harbor In this moment and time, you're mine Your phone starts ringing. You're almost home. It's your dad. All right, I uh, I I pick up. I say, are you at school? No, I um, I took your advice. I'm uh, I'm I'm coming home. Bradley, I am real sorry. I'm real sorry. Okay, and so from now on, hundred percent honesty. Okay, okay. That guy, the guy we were talking about this morning. Well, he he gave me a he he called me and made kind of a vague threat against you. So, um, get in the house, tell an officer when you're there, and tell them. And I'll I'll call them too and make sure they post outside the door. Uh, we're gonna keep you safe. We're gonna get this guy, and it's it's gonna be, f it's gonna be fine. I, I, you know what? In fact, like as he's saying this, I probably just dropped the phone. Oh, uh, no. Bradley? Bradley? Give me a will. Will will in it. Will that roll. I got a negative two. Oh, you failed this one. You I failed, failed it real good. failed pretty hard. I mean, just a regular fail is a fail, but yeah, you failed. All right, Bradley, you are taking a mental... You're taking another mental stress here. You've got... A mild aspect consequence going on now. All right, Bradley. So, a lot has happened today. A lot has happened. Your poor brain cannot handle much more of this. You found out you got kidnapped as a kid. 
by a cannibal person. You found out that cannibal person is definitely killing other people. You found out your new lady friend is a vampire. You found out the person who kidnapped you was a vampire. And vampires do totally drink blood, and that's one of the ones that drinks human bloods. And now you have found out that that vampire who kidnapped you as a kid might definitely be after you again. So you are... <clears throat> you've got a negative aspect against you now, and your new aspect is um, you are terrified of the mention of vampires. Which puts a little bit of a strain on you and your new relationship here. Your friendship. God, if only you had other romantic options. Then like can <laughs> can I poop myself? Can you poop yourself? Yeah. You know what? This is not a severe aspect. This is a mild aspect. So terrified might have been a very strong word. He does not poop himself. Like as if if I poop if I poop myself as a defense mechanism. You're gonna poop yourself as a defense mechanism. It works oh on bears. God. <laughs> Oh, guys, no, no. Everyone in this town no has, has developed that, that defense mechanism against bears. So. No. <laughs> you're only mildly terrified of vampires, okay? Only so, um, so the, just, but the, you're just super scared of bears. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Mild Jesus heartburn, Christ. a little bit of pee. It's all right. <laughs> a little bit of pee. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, but I think that I think that you would have like a physical aversion to it. I think that your stomach would probably clench up a little bit. You're not gonna poop yourself, not gonna but poop you might myself. get a little bit upsetty so, spaghetti so, yeah, in the belly. A little, okay, a little, a little sphincter clenching, just, but not oh, yeah, sure. the other way. The other it goes the other just way. The yeah, other way. Just the other way goes right out the other up. pipe. Just no, a little, it doesn't go out the other pipe. Just a little bit of pee. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of pee. You don't poop yourself. You don't even pee a little bit. Don't even pee a little bit. Aspect. It's so don't it's so mild. But you do maybe get a little bit. <laughs> you get a little bit sweaty. You're yeah. You punker it up. Pucker it up. No, it's been puckered. Let me tell you. <laughs> You're <laughs> get a little upsetty spaghetti. But I am going to say that this is going to probably negatively affect some roles that you might have to do in the future. Like, especially considering empathy and rapport toward vampires. Bradley, what's going on? What You dropped your phone. Yeah, I did, didn't I? I dropped my phone. Was that Charlie? Um, oh. yeah. Yeah, he said that there are police at the house and that we should that we should stay there and that he uh he may have gotten a phone call from the face eater the f and he the face he eater might have made some called the face eater called called him yes and he may have made some uh some threats against me specifically i really wish i knew how to snarl because i feel like a snarl should go right here none of these were snarls see a side note i was um when i was rereading the books they snarl so much 
like growl. And I'm always, I don't remember that happening in the movies. <laughs> in the no. movie, yeah. Not a lot of snarling in the movie. I think they just make faces. Uh, Bradley, Bradley faces are being made and noises are being made beside you that make you a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, a little uncomfortable. Like, Bare my teeth. Could, uh, could you? Maybe not. Oh, uh. Sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, Thanks. Yeah. Um. Okay. Are, are you still okay to drive? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can. We should be pretty close. I can drive. I can. We're real close. Yeah. I might be putting my foot on the accelerator a little bit more. You're gonna kill this car. <laughs> All right, you guys make it, Charlie is not there yet. Alex, um, Bradley is like white knuckling the, the steering wheel a little bit, a little bit freaked little bit. out. You pull up into the driveway and there's nobody there. You guys have been gone for a little while and they've already hurried up and, and cleared okay, the Okay, Bradley, stay in the car. I'll be right back. Please don't freak out. I'll be right back. So I would like to very quickly get out of the car and kind of do a perimeter. And I think I should roll to see if I notice anything in the perimeter. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead. Give okay. me a notice roll. Oh, shit. <laughs> These rolls, man. I got a negative two, yes. and I have... Rolls are, All right. um, rolls are killing us today. I have a one in notice, a plus one, so I got a negative one. A negative one. No, I mean, you don't really notice anything, so you do a quick lap around the perimeter, weaving in and out of trees, because Bradley lives right at the edge of the forest, you don't really smell anything out of the ordinary. You don't really see anything out of the ordinary. With your mind abilities, you are getting a lot of thoughts because even though Bradley does live at the edge of a forest, he also lives in a neighborhood. So there are a lot of people around. You're being bombarded by lots of thoughts, lots of strong thoughts because there was just a murder that happened in the chief's house. So a lot of people are still thinking about that and talking about that. But other than that, you don't really notice anything out of the ordinary. Okay. And I'm probably gone for like maybe two seconds, maybe three. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not going to make you roll for that. You're a vampire. That's totally within your wheelhouse. So Bradley, from your perspective, she says, don't freak out. And then she just kind of disappears and the door slams shut. And then a couple seconds later, the door slams shuts again and she reappears back in her seat. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So Whoa. I... I, we're okay. We're, there's no no one here, so um, so let's go inside. Y'all are y'all are fast, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, y we are fast. Yeah, Bradley, you don't like uh, that. No, Fuck. <laughs> more 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 ticks to the bad. I want to walk up to the house, and I want to start to go in, and then I want to stop, and I want to turn around and. Do, do I have to invite you in? Oh, Bradley. To, to the house? You do know stuff about uh, vampires. Just a, a little bit. You, I mean, technically, you already invited her to come I home mean, with I you. I mean, I invited her to come home with me, but I didn't invite her into the house. That's true. That's true. It would be very polite of you to invite me in. Please. And I make a little bow and... <laughs> enter my home thank you bradley and i walk through the door do you guys lock the door behind uh, you i lock it and then i put the uh the deadbolt and then i put a chain and then i grab a chair 
from the adjoining right. kitchen, and I put that under the handle. Perfect. You barricade the door. A little bit. I'm going to say that in, in this moment, or in these moments that we've been having since the coffee shop, Estella is probably like, uh, giddy, if you will. She A huge weight was li- lifted off of her shoulders when she told Bradley that she was a vampire. Yeah, so her bitchy mood is a little less. I feel happy that you finally got to tell somebody. Yes, exactly. I want to turn around and rub my hands together. I'm like, well, this is, uh, this is, uh, this is my home. Uh, Castle de Swan. Very homey. It's, it's where I sleep and eat sometimes. Do you want to um, show me around? Yep, yeah, this is the uh, the living room. You're in the there, this is the kitchen. So, while you guys are <laughs> um, looking around the house and, and observing it, go ahead and roll me a let me notice. Get that, let me get that notice in there. I have a plus two. I have a, uh, I rolled a negative one and then I have a plus one, so I have a negative one. <laughs> There you go. Okay. All right, Bradley, as you're showing her around, you're walking into through the, the door in the kitchen and you're kind of showing her around, you notice that there is a note on the table. There's a, there's a note? Okay. It was not there before. I, uh, it, it's probably from my dad. I He's not a note writing type, but, um, we did leave angry. Uh, I go, I go pick up the note. It says Bradley on it, and it is folded up. Okay, that is my name, so it must be to me. I I open up the note. All right, so you unfold the piece of paper, and um, it's a little messy, but it's pretty readable. Uh, some of the words are a little misspelled, so you really have to focus on on reading what the note says. But um, basically, what the note says is, "Hello, Bradley." Hi. <laughs> Are you talking to the note? <laughs> it's talking to me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the note says, Hello, Bradley. By now I assume that you have heard of me. My name is Edward Finch, and we have met before, although you may not remember. I am so glad to know that you are back in the area, and I cannot wait to see how much you've grown. I have ever so much wanted to catch up with you. Signed, lovingly. Edward Finch, and there's a little heart beside, uh, uh, on top of the eye in Finch. I I just want to go. Well, that's nice. As I drop the paper on the floor, I I pick up the note and I look at it. <sighs> Seriously, who the fuck is still Team Edward? Hold him close to the darkest part of me.